Hey, welcome back to the Cold Springs Church podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today, whenever or however you're joining us. I am sitting across from Esther Tress right now, and we are going to be um, talking about um, some stories, some wisdom that Esther shared with us on the staff here. Um, but before we get into it, Esther, hello. Hello. Thank you for being here. And I just wanted to just to explain to the people listening and tell us what you do here at the church, what your role I here at do? the church. What have I done for 15 years here? Um, I'm the spiritual formation pastor, and I also function as executive pastor and as a coach. So it's kind of like three hats that create a lot of variety in, in my work. So I, I work with leaders a lot, supporting and equipping them, um, coaching leaders and also um, women from the community or our church. And as the executive pastor, I'm um, over the finances and things like human resources and operations and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Did you mention life groups? I also um, am on the life groups team. So I work with life group leaders. So yeah, I get to dabble in a lot of things, Mm -hmm. which I like variety. So it's, and we have such a great team that I love working with everyone on our team. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I will say too, I mean, since I've been here now for almost four years, it's going to be four years I know, next that's month. That's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, wow. But I, I feel as though from, I mean, day one, yeah, I'm not, I know you mentioned like spiritual formations pastor, yeah. but I just feel like from day one that I have just been able to really talk to you about yeah. any, anything, any, yeah. um, really bounce ideas off of you, but yeah. also in times where I don't understand why things are the way that they are, or I don't know. I just feel like we've, we have have a great conversation, conversation about stuff going on in the world. And I just really appreciate that about you. And I say that because I think, uh, if, if if there's anyone listening, you're just a great person (laughs) to be able to do that, that I have never felt, I've never felt, um, judged by you or felt like you were, yeah, thinking differently of me because of the things that I was mm-hmm. expressing. So I've always really appreciated that oh, about you. you and think it's perfect for the role that you have in spiritual formation mm-hmm. and as a pastor here at the church. Yeah, so thank, thank you. you for that. It's been, it's, nice to it's been great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I wanted to, Esther's going to share a story, but yeah. I wanted to share a story to lead into it. And it's the last time that I cried and you haven't heard this story, right, but I haven't. I'm not super proud of this story. It's pretty silly why I cried, but so it was a couple, it wasn't silly, you know, it it wasn't that silly, but a couple (laughs) weeks, it just, it just is what it is. So a couple weeks ago, um, my wife, Jessica and I, we were watching a movie and it was such a silly movie. It was a Will Ferrell movie. It's on Netflix and it's called, um, Eurovision Song Contest. Have you seen that movie? No, I haven't. And it's, it's with Will Ferrell. So it's like, if you've seen Will Ferrell movies, they're very silly. Yes. And, uh, this was no different. So it was a very silly movie, but so what they're doing in the movie is they have this dream. They're from Iceland They're and their dream is to be in the Eurovision song writing contest, which I guess is a real thing. They didn't make it up. So that happens in the UK. And so they're trying to make it on there with, with their song anyways. So, out of nowhere, they it's like the climax of the movie. They change the song that they're going to sing. And because the one that they were going to sing was pretty silly and like super, I don't know, just a silly song. Right. And the one that they did was the other actress and it was Rachel McAdams. And she sings this like 
incredible song. It's like, it was, and the, I think the reason it got to me was because it was just so out of, out of nowhere. I was like, what the heck? The song is so good. And it was like so meaningful uh-huh. and everything. I didn't cry while we were watching it, but it was actually the next day, Sunday morning, I was driving to church and I was like, I want to listen. Cause we would watch it Saturday evening. I was like, I want to listen to that song on the way to church. And I put it on. And while I was driving to church, I was just like bawling because yeah. the song was so, so beautiful. And that was, yeah. that was the last time I, last time I cried. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe I'm crying yeah. um, because of this Will Ferrell yeah. song. But yeah. <laughs> well, you're combining also, you know, meaning, you know, meaningful words, mm-hmm. but music speaks to our soul. Yeah. And that's why music can make us cry or make us, it takes us back to the emotion of a time when we first heard it. Yeah. It's not necessarily the circumstantial memory, but the emotion of how we felt. And, and it reminds me of, you know, David last week was talking about your, um, your heart language, was it? With, mm-hmm. with Bible translation? Yeah, yeah, your, yeah. So, yeah, to me, that makes a lot of sense, you know, mm-hmm. too. And you're showing a bit of your soul at yeah. what you cry at, whether it mm-hmm. seems silly or not. Yeah, so, I just, yeah, it was it was so funny. I I just, I was struck with the thought. I was like, I can't, why am I crying about? This is just, <laughs> am I super tired? But I just think, and too, like, I, I connect so deeply with, with music. Yes, I know a lot yeah. of people do, but it was, yeah. it was just one of those moments. But yeah. the reason I am talking about, about crying is uh, Esther sent an an email to the core team about this. Um, I'll just let you explain. Can you can yeah. you tell us about what that email? Said? One, of, one of my many emails to the core team. Um, yeah. Whenever I have something to say, I just shoot it to the team <laughs> so that the rest of the church doesn't have to bear with it. Um, so I had a little experience that just stuck with me. Um, I was talking with a friend of mine, and she was going through. Um, a lot of things. And I've been coaching with her on and off. And um, she was going through something really rough. And I said to her, um, you know, suffering isn't the same as defeat. And you are not alone in this. And she just started crying, which didn't surprise me because um, in some ways it was not validating the suffering, but validating her as a human being through the suffering. Mm. And um, so she's crying, and um, then she starts apologizing for crying. And um, that hit me hard because I know her, and I've never shown her a side that I wouldn't accept crying. And so um, it, you know, I, I immediately said, you know, crying is a sign that you're feeling. And that's not bad. You know, God gave us the ability to feel. And when, when you show feeling, you're showing a, a piece of yourself. And um, there's no reason to apologize for showing a piece of yourself to someone. Mm. Um, but it stuck with me because it's, I started to wonder, did someone say something to her that caused her to feel that she was putting me out by crying? or that made her feel uncomfortable and crying. Um, and it's a problem that's kind of been ongoing. And I, and I suspect someone may have said something like, just get over it already. You know, why are you still upset about this? Um, or they might have been uncomfortable with her tears. And so it just, it really struck me and I was you know, praying for her. And then 
since that happened, I've just been bumping into people having these conversations about crying. And um, my whole year has been about crying, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you later about that. <laughs> but um, it's, it's kind of like I think our society is having a hard time um, showing authenticity showing who we really are to each other. There's been so much um, division. You don't always know how people feel or think. Um, So it just, it got me thinking about Romans 12, 15, that says rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. And there's a reason why. And um, it's it's a blessing to do that. It's a blessing to be with someone through their ups and their downs. And we have an incredible church. We have such loving, caring people here that, that are really pretty authentic and and um it is a gift that we have each other and so i i i guess i sent the team something along those lines yeah. you know basically probably so that the team will put up with me crying more <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was the real reason <laughs> yes. um but going going to that that scripture that you just yeah. talked about rejoice with those who rejoice weep with those who weep yeah. um you had also were talking with me about you went to the Oh, yes. The yeah. seminar yeah. this last week. I was just at a conference um, this past Thursday, and it was um, for pastors and leaders, and there was this big wig speaker. I mean, I hadn't ever met him, and I probably will never meet him, but he's just very well-known and um, just really intelligent-wise, um, just a, a great speaker, and he got to a point in um, during the Q&A, someone had asked him a question that went to a very vulnerable place in his life and how he had dealt with some hard things being a pastor. And he was courageous enough to talk about his lowest point and not hold anything back. I mean, he basically told us what, how he how he had gotten to to this rock bottom spot in in a conference and um, and I guess he he went back in his mind to that time and he just started crying hmm. he just puts his head down and he starts crying and you don't see that that often in the middle of a speech in the middle of a conference and um, and so I was sitting there and I just start bawling you know <laughs> so hmm. um, and uh, it just got me thinking I don't know this guy I I don't have any prior connection with him but in that moment I felt he's my brother in Christ and I feel connected to him and um, and that was a gift to me and and it was connected around pain but also the hope of the gospel Um, so that that was one of those occasions where God's just like um, just giving me these you know collisions with emotions and um yeah i don't think emotions should control us but if we try to ignore them they will control us because we have to be aware of what we're what we're feeling so yeah Yeah, i mean and like that that just reminds me of like things that i that i've seen of a lot i mean like when i see videos of like um men and women who are in the military that are returning home yeah. oh, and yeah. their kids see them. And it's like, they're surprising. I'm sure yeah. a lot of people have seen those videos yeah. that always like chokes me up or I'm um, really just seeing someone uh, just transform in, in their life and yeah. to, to be a, a happier person that will 
really, yeah, choke, choke me up and make yeah. me cry as well. And I think it's because we can, we can all relate to pain and hurt. Yeah. I know it's different. The experiences that we have with it are different. We all go through different things, mm-hmm. but we all understand that mm-hmm. feeling. And I think when we have empathy and yeah. we hear people share their story and they break yeah. down, we can, in a sense, not completely um, relate, but we can relate to that that emotion. And yeah. I think, yeah, weeping with those who weep is and rejoicing with those who yeah. rejoice. It's so it's so important to yeah. be authentic yeah. and and it's powerful because it's the human experience. You know, yeah. what when you think about life, the most meaningful experiences involve emotions. And they involve God and others. And, you know, God is all about loving him and loving others. And um, when we identify with each other, whether we're with a Christ follower or an unbeliever, we can identify with the image of God in them and with our own humanity with them. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, allowing ourselves to go there, allowing ourselves to feel for someone and, and understand, yeah, I haven't walked their walk, but I understand what it, being a human means. Yeah. And so I can feel close to this person. I can feel love for this person because they're a human like me mm-hmm. and God loves them just as much as he loves me. Mm-hmm. And so I think that like you hit the nail on the head with the empathy, um, which I think this world could use so much more of, yeah. you know, but yeah. And please, please correct me if I'm wrong too, because I do have, I have some friends that, that really just, they have a hard time crying. Yeah. And so that it's not to say like, if you're not crying, right. you're yeah. not having empathy. Yes. I, we're not saying yeah. that we're, yeah. it's just, if you find yourself with tears in your eyes to yeah. know that that's, that's okay. And if yeah. you're a big crier, that's okay. Yeah. But if yeah. you're someone who that just doesn't, that's not a yeah. physical response that you have to emotion. Cause yeah. I know there are some people that yeah. are like that. Yeah. Um, that's okay too. And yeah. that doesn't mean you're not an empathetic yeah. caring person. That just means you're responding differently than yes. other people. And I, and I think that those differences, um, are just a part of our experience and, um, feeling should unite us regardless of what it looks like. As far as like, I have a niece who, and she wouldn't mind me saying this, she laughs at inappropriate moments and, um, she was a psychology major. So it's not like she doesn't understand (laughs) the human psyche, but, um, when someone is upset or sad, she has a hard time not laughing. And it's something about, I don't know, (laughs) so she's not a counselor, (laughs) but it's, it's just that she wells up with emotion and, um, and for some reason, it comes out in laughter with her. Mm. And it can be kind of strange. Yes, it's different for all of us. <laughs> yeah, it is. But I think, you know, also being able to sit with someone and be okay with being uncomfortable with their tears. Mm-hmm. And that can be a gift to somebody else. Because um, especially someone who's grieving, um, I, I know that society sometimes makes us feel like there's a time limit on how long we can feel sad or how long we can grieve someone or, um, you know, it's like quit talking about it already. And for me, I feel like, especially if someone's lost a spouse or something like that, I ask about them because that person doesn't want to forget them, doesn't want them to be forgotten. Mm -hmm. And it can be uncomfortable because then you see their pain, even as they are uh, uh, relishing telling you about them. 
Um, so it, it's that being able to, just as we enjoy each other's victories together, we should be, um, it's helpful if we can be okay with being uncomfortable with somebody else's emotions. We don't have to um, be able to cry at the same time, or and sometimes it's not helpful to cry when they're crying. Um, just being there with someone, and I know it can feel uncomfortable, especially if that's not your the way that you normally, or, or your family culture, if your family culture wasn't like that, it can be really uncomfortable, but I think it's just telling yourself, I'm gonna be okay with that. I'm gonna be okay if that person starts crying, and and I'm not gonna judge it. Yeah. You know, I think that's that's something we can um, intentionally practice, and and then that empathy comes. So. Yeah, and and to know too, uh, just you don't if you are in that situation where you find yourself with someone who is opening up and who is yeah. um, getting emotional um, yeah. with crying or through tears or however that looks. Yeah. You don't have to have the perfect thing to yes. say. A lot of the times, I mean, I know for me, I'll, I'll talk. Uh, for myself personally, when I have those uh, feelings and I do want to share that with someone mm-hmm. where I'm hurting or in pain, yeah. I I don't mind if, I just want someone to be there. Yeah. I don't need, sometimes I don't even, I don't necessarily want someone to tell me what I should be doing right. or how yeah. I should fix it or yeah. all that stuff because I know that I need to make a change yeah. or um, process things. Yeah. So I don't need, I don't necessarily need someone yeah. to tell me that. And I think too, so I, I take that as well as if, if someone is, is hurting a lot of the times we just want someone to listen. Yeah. I always say it's the ministry of presence, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just telling you earlier, there's, I don't know who said it, but someone a long time ago said, if you share a joy, it'll increase. If you share a problem, it'll decrease. Mm. And um, maybe the problem itself doesn't decrease, but your experience around it can. And so I think um, just, yeah, just, just being able to, um, to be okay with that. And um, the, I can cry easily, but there are times that I don't want to cry. And um, a lot of people at church know um, that my mom um, is in hospice and in Southern California, and I haven't seen her in over a year, so I'm hoping to correct that this summer. But um, so there have been times that, um, like on a Sunday morning, I've had someone come up and say, you know, how's your mom doing or how are you doing? And I feel overcome with their love, and it's, it's a good feeling but I still have to function. So I've actually told people, you know, I really appreciate you um, telling, I mean, asking, because I feel your support, and that's important to me. I just can't talk about it right now. Um, and, they, and they take that from me, because I've explained to them, um, you know, that on Sunday mornings, a lot of times I'm, I'm doing other things, but I don't want them to stop asking, because, even if I'm not in that moment experiencing every emotion, I'm not letting myself go there. I've shared a story with them before, and they're tracking with me, and they're showing me their presence in, in that with me. And like my life group, we text prayer requests all the time. And one of the things that we say to each other when someone is asking for prayer for something difficult or they're about to do something or, or something's happened, we'll say, we're with you in this. And... And technically, in that moment, we're not. We're texting each other, but we're, we are with them in heart. So I think it's that, um, yeah, that not being alone is, yeah. is what we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. 
Thank you so much for sharing all that. Sure. This turned into a different conversation than, I know. but I'm so glad it did. <laughs> yeah, I, I thank you for sharing your heart and your yeah. wisdom. And I think, I know we both hope um, that we can be a church that is authentic in yeah. our in our feelings and what how we how we discuss things, how yeah. we talk about things happening in our world or yeah. even in our own personal lives with each other. And yeah. I, I know for me, I want to be someone who wants to be there for the people of our church and for our community. And I know that is your heart yeah. as well. Yeah. And so um, I think it's just as, as we continue, just to continue um, just being there for people, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, yeah. and knowing that it's okay to feel the way that we feel and that doesn't make us any less um any less for for myself any less of a man right. if, if i get yeah. emotional yeah. or or overly um, sensitive or overly yeah. sensitive yeah. that shouldn't be a thing yeah. because we're just all trying to yes. to figure it out yeah, and so thank you so much for thanks for having me yeah, yeah. can i pray for us as, yes, we, as we close god thank you so much uh, for this conversation and um, for esther and her ministry and uh, just the different things that she does here at the church and um lord i pray for for her specifically um that all the details would work out uh, for her to be able to go see her mom this year um as soon as possible so i just pray that that could be something that you would orchestrate uh, for for her and that she would be able to do that and god for anybody who is listening that may be hurting or maybe in pain but god also that might maybe experiencing joy god i pray that they if they feel the need to reach out to someone to talk about these things that are going up and to, uh, going on in their lives, God, that they would uh, know that they could reach out to us here at Cold Springs Church and that we are there for them um, in this time. And uh, so I just pray a blessing over everyone who is listening to this. Uh, may they just be full of your peace and your comfort and your hope and your strength and your love, God. So your name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.